Hello, hello, everybody. This is Jay Chatfield, and we are going to be together for another, I like to call these masterminds. Um, mastermind uh, managing your life, your energy, your frequency, whatever. Whatever we got going on, we're going to tell you about it because we want you to love yourself to life and also have an honest chat about it. Not everyone is hip or onto this knowledge and we want to bring this knowledge to the forefront. So today I have a special guest. Y'all look, I was, I was searching and searching and searching and searching and searching <laughs> and I found... <laughs> And I and I found a I found a gem. I know I know it's a it's a guy, but guys are gems and diamonds too. So <clears throat> without um, stringing this along and going on and on, because I think I can. Let's let's talk about this young man, this gentleman that I'm going to have on my show today. Um, he goes by the name of Namaste. Uh, uh, no, I just had to say that. I like. <laughs> I felt like that should come. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like that. But he also, it's the means true heart under God. Let, let me say that again. True heart under God. I like that. And then he's from somewhere that I've been for a long time. So I was like, let's get him on. He mm -hmm. is a survivor of 13 concussions over his lifetime, not at one time, <laughs> over his <Right>. lifetime. <laughs> at the age of 24, the, a series of events turned his life upside down. All right, that's what it's all about. Gotta go upside down to make it right side up, right? Um, so he had mental health and relationships. It became, uh, made him become um, aware of his reality. And we wanna talk more about it because he became drawn to Reiki. And um, that's something that I found very beneficial um, in my journey. And he, he, this prompted him. So his journey prompted him to become a Reiki master, to be able to assist others in protecting their energy and clearing their chakras, right? We all need that. But what also is very great about namaste thug is he is a coach that has rebuilt himself from the inside out and he can help you do the same a fitness professional also he's a personal trainer so let's not let's let him come on in and talk about what uh some great things that he has going on so welcome 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 namaste Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. How you feeling today? Where your energy at? That's what I want to know. I like that. Oh man, you guys, listen. I'm going <laughs> to be putting the link down to his um to his YouTube. What he just how he just said it. That ain't how he said it on his um YouTube. When he says it, you feel it. You know, he's like, where your energy at? You know, he gets in and he comes back like that flow. I'm you know I'm taking your shine, but I love. <laughs> That's what draw me to him. His energy is amazing. Before I even spoke to him, I felt it on his YouTube channel. Mm. So my energy is great because you're here. 
Okay, okay. Right? So you want the, you want the organic with your energy at home. You don't want the water down. <laughs> I can do that for you. No Let's problem. Let's go. Let's go. Where Let's your energy at, man? Oh, yeah, we here. Yeah, that's, that's what about. I'm talking about. Yes, low. No and if problem. You really, and if you guys can't see this yet, I'm going to put it up and we're going to, yes, we're going to show that because that radiates through and that's what we need. That's what we need out there. So let's talk about your early stages. Let's talk about some of the things that you went to to get to where you are. Just a, mm. just a couple of things because I know it's we have some um, some layers there, but let's talk about it. Um, let's start from the beginning. Probably starting when I was three years old. Uh, my mom tell me stories that she'd run away in the woods and be gone for hours and come back like laughing and very joyful. So as I got older and went through my mental health issues, I was watching actually Ray Charles the movie and it showed a scene of him losing his eyesight but going in the woods and a non-formal entity connected with him and it automatically triggered like, whoa, like that happened to me. And then meditating, I realized I never became disconnected from my source. So that made it, uh, me and my mom, I was bumping heads because she wanted me to be a Joe witness. And I knew within myself that didn't feel my soul. So it started me on a end request to actually see like what makes my heart pump, like what makes the blood flow through my veins, what actually makes my body get a scalp if I get cut or something. So I want to know actually what the source was. And I realized the source was inside me. It wasn't outside nowhere else. It was inside me. So I had to work on that spiritual door that swings inward and not focus on my out my objective consciousness. So my mental depression. That showed me that was a that was a blessing for me because it showed me that nothing outside of me could help me, could heal me. I had to go walk down this road all along within myself and not having a vocabulary for it. And being a man of melee in the car, I can't talk about it. I can talk about my emotions. They might take my man car. So now I'm suffering in silence. And everybody I come around with, I'm wasting toxic energy because I'm suffering in silence. I can't talk to you about it. I don't have words about it, and it's very uncomfortable. So I, w- I wasn't a good person being around. I was very toxic, um, stayed, stayed to myself. And then one day I was riding on the road and for whatever reason, Crystal Emporium kind of caught my attention and led me to like different crystals and stones that I carry. Like I keep some on me, this Lapith right, Lapith this right here, good for the heart chakra. And it brought me into Reiki and it actually cleansed me. It's almost felt like I got a spiritual bath and my body became a whole lot lighter my focus came a whole lot more in tune. And I actually wanted to actually live again. When I felt that feeling like, whoa, like just that quick, like I realized I had to get out somewhere else because I'm not the only one suffering inside. And so my own uncomfortable in my skin started me on this self-healing Reiki journey. This was, this was awesome because before I came, I walked over into my room and my spirit says, bring a stone with you. And you pull out yours. Sometimes you can't make this stuff up. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And then I also have my tourmaline right here by my um by my by my computer. No doubt. And on my wrist. I I wear that. Got my shungite in my car. Like we could talk about this. (laughs) Yes, goodness. That's so much protection, you know. Yes. For the energy field. The invisible stuff we can't see, but we can feel it. So it's definitely right. I know. Like I feel so peaceful when I have them around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, my crystals, and I know uh, not a lot of people realize the benefits of, 
you know, my, the, my I use the Almazanite to help me with my heart chakra because, you know, mm-hmm. there's different stones for different things. And then I also have my obsidian stone that mm-hmm. I use too. So mm-hmm. it identifies with my, I, I think we talked about my root chakra. <laughs> so, yeah, that security, that foundation. Yes. But I, I want to go back a little bit. You, you mentioned so many, just that little piece. You mentioned so many great things. Now, you not being able to talk about your feelings, do you think that's what made you toxic? Um, not because by I didn't itself. hear it. I didn't really hear where the toxicity came from. Um, it was inward. Uh, it was, once again, it's called intrapersonal communication. Like, we always talk, don't talk to ourselves, but we do communicate to ourselves inside our heads, and my self-communication was very toxic. So I had to play it all with a smile on my face and force myself to say something positive, knowing within my root, that's not how I'm truly feeling. So it's like an auto intoxication. I want to speak this way, but I truly can't. So I'm not being truthful with myself or nobody in front of me. So that's very toxic in my my auto intoxication. Wow. I, I never heard of that before. And you also mentioned that that was great because I knew early in my journey that I had a lot of of detrimental self-talk going on Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and it was showing itself present in my life so that's really that's really great too I didn't what what you just said I can't even repeat it yeah you did that was good (laughs) so you also said taking your man card I think it's time out for this but how do you see you talking about your feelings um and i and i know the i kind of know the answer but i want to hear what you're saying how how do you how do you think that takes away your man card by you talking about your feelings oh it's a it's definitely bs it's 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 a it's a it's a belief system that i that our elder men gave us about what we shouldn't do as a man. So basically we we learned through verbiage and watching, like if they didn't show their emotions, it wasn't no hugging, like it wasn't no affection, or, I'm proud of you. It just will suck it up or you'll be okay. So deep in my mind, if I tell you this, this goes again, what you told me I should be. So now it's making me think that something's wrong with me. If I think something's wrong with me, now I gotta fix it. Now that belief system is like, okay, it triggering that ego, any past, trauma that you had from the past is going to be activated when anything negative comes around because the pain body or ego needs negative energy to feed on like it can't feed on positivity it can't feed on joy so it gotta trip something up and if you don't realize that you'll fall for it every time it's a hell of a trap it sure is and uh i want you to tell me what your definition of the ego is before we move into that i like that uh, ego or pain body is to me is accumulated residue from past trauma that we have not cleared from our from my from our heart chakra and it mainly is in our heart chakra the one thing with us that we don't want to feel something we're going to clench and when we hold that that energy cannot expand it turns into a small ball they call it the atom so this man we got an atom in our heart that's stuff in emotion it kind of go to our brain and we rationalize with it we wrestle with it it doesn't go nowhere so it goes to our heart. It feels uncomfortable. It's burning. Whatever I'm feeling. So you know what? It deactivates and it compartmentalizes in your heart. 
Anytime a situation comes up that's close like that, it's going to activate it and they call it a trigger. It's going to activate that energy ball. It's going to be have the same emotion, same feeling, same sense. And we don't release that energy. We might have to cry, we might have to scream, but if we don't release it, it's going to compartmentalize and keep attracting the same energy until we actually release it and allow it to expand. And that's what Reiki does. It helps you go down and release that old unfinished energy. So put it back how I want to be, expansive and free, based on unconditional love. Wow. Uh, I've heard that that is the most difficult chakra, the heart chakra. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a mofo, I tell you that. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because the reason why my personal experience, because what's the one thing we don't want to feel? Pain. So we, if, Absolutely. If, 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 if I put something in storage and it's stored under pain, when I release it, it's going to be released under the same energy that I stored it in. So every time we feel that pain, what we do, we clench. I don't want to feel it. So we're preventing it from releasing. So we got to release, understand that actually it's not a pain, but it's a situation to grow, to heal. So if I relax, breathe, and release behind this trauma, there's going to be so much joy. But I got to embrace or recontextualize that's actually not pain. It's uncomfortable and inconvenient. I don't know when it's coming, and I can't control it. So that way we release our heart. And when we do, it's like open your blinds, the sun gonna come in. You're gonna feel better, you're gonna stretch, you're gonna wanna move, like you're just gonna be back in that flow of life for me. Interesting. No, well, no, it happened for me too. I, mm -hmm. I definitely um, can talk hours about one, I wanna go back to what you were talking about. Like, it's so many things. You know, because I want to talk that accumulated residue because you continue yeah. to pack it on. It it doesn't help because you said the older men told you not to feel, not to, um, you know, you got to be hard. You got to be a man. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You cry, you, you know, man up. Right. You know, you heard right. all those yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, facts. They're throwing their accumulated residue, right, onto you. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, do do you do you think or do you know? I like to say, do you know? What do you know of bringing it with you? You already are born with accumulated residue. What do you mm -hmm. What do you know about that? Oh, that's beautiful. Um, melanated babies. Um, <clears throat> let's look at us as software. So, as melanated baby from age zero to six. Whatever we hear is a download to our software from inside the womb. So if you're going through anxiety, depression, you're stressing about money, the baby is receiving that energy. And from that age to they grown, whatever trauma they feel is compartmentalized within their heart. So some babies come here with different type of trauma issues based on the atmosphere because our DNA is like uh, um, putting Play-Doh is malleable, it can change. So whatever we're hearing from our environment, we become that. And we think that's our reality. That's what becomes our belief system. And it helps us disengage from our knowing system. Wow. <laughs> the, the software piece. The, yeah, software the software piece is just, <laughs> you know, I always say we are the most advanced piece of technology yes. ever. Ever, ever. Ever. Yeah. ever. And, 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 and we're like, what? We're robots? Yeah, watch Avatar, you know. Right, right, like right, that, right, right. The moves are telling you the truth. You pay attention. 
oh man, there's so many decodings out there. I'm, I'm not a master in that. I like, I have friends that do that. And then when they tell me about them, I'm like, oh, I didn't see that, mm. you know, about how the movies are telling you who you are. Yes. <laughs> if you watch that movie, Infinite. <gasps> Oh, oh man! Oh, you saw it already. Then you already I know. did. You already know. Oh. Just remember, like once you, you guys give me goosebumps just talking about that. Me too. Same thing. You have to remember, you know, because we went through a mental molestation when we got snatched from the womb of our root land. They took our spirituality away. They took our nutrition away, and they took away our knowledge of self. So that's why we two, two, four, two fifths of a human, but we don't know have knowledge of ourselves. We don't know that we are God. God is it within, not without. That so if we think that it's outside somewhere, we're gonna have an objective conscience, always looking outside for the answer. No, it's most you're the subject. If you put your subjective conscience on you and then study yourself, you'll be surprised what you show yourself. You're gonna you're gonna start remembering like, whoa, like the stuff you used to do, you're not gonna allow no more. Your boundaries are gonna be different. You're gonna start using your voice, like no what you're gonna start saying no more often. Like you I ain't tripping. I didn't know who I am and my value. So I can't lie to me and I can't let you lie to me neither. So it's a shift. You become a different person. <laughs> Going back to that movie really quick. I know I don't know if anybody. Don't worry, it, don't wait. Let's roll. You really should watch that movie. I found like I love so eight is my life path. That infinity sign was in there hard mm-hmm. on everything because mm-hmm. it talked about man, oh. The, the you coming back and remembering every lifetime that you mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. it's something that we want but I felt like the main character the, the, the antagonist I felt like his thing was that he was almost ashamed of everything he found himself in pain of remembering it mm-hmm. of everything and mm-hmm. I don't know that's what I saw and just thinking about um, what you said about the accumulated residue, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't cleared up for him. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Right. But the people that were trying to preserve it, it was different for them. Mm-hmm. So that lets me know that they are, and, and it wasn't for everybody. Because the, no, the other course. main character was kind of, yeah, they had some things going on too. But when you're free, when you go in and you work on those things, you want to remember. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't put that pack on your back, as per mm-hmm. se, because he mm-hmm. wanted to end everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, we ain't coming back. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? But that was such a great movie. I don't, I tell all my friends you should watch it. But also, that to add something with that. You got to remember, he was labeled schizophrenic because he thought he was hearing voices, but he would remember himself in a different lifetime. And for him to find himself, he had to go through what? Uncomfortable situations. He had to be beat on. He, he damn near drowned, almost died. So he had to go through all of that to help remember himself. So what am I going to think? We're just going, no, it's not going to work. It's showing you. We got to dedicate ourselves to becoming, understanding who we are at the, our essence, not our woundedness, not our hurtness. That's BS too. That's the belief system. At our truest essence, we're not wounded. It's all an experience. Once we look at it from a different angle, we had to go through this. We had to grow through this to become who we are in this so-called earthly suit we call a body within our spirit. Now, it's this, crazy. Now, this is not you and our first time being here. It's some no. first time we can tell. It's not our first time being here. Not at all. We know too much. We too we can, t- because 
with our solo plex, when our solo plex chakra is open, we have access, direct access to ancestral knowledge. So it's not nobody tapping it's a direct connection to ancestral knowledge. So sometimes you just know. Like I work on a knowing, so I don't, it's nothing I believe, it's stuff that I know. So once you know something, it's, it's a different energy, it's a different content that you vibrate from. You can feel it, like you know, and like you know tomorrow's sad, you don't think it's yeah. sad. <laughs> so you know something, you move different. Yeah, you know, when you know yourself, like you can say whatever, like, okay, like I'm rubber, you glue, whatever you say, bounce on me and stick to you, like I turn to a kid, like, okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got this is how I look at it. The pain bodies are walking around like hungry lions and tiger trying to pounce on you to take over your body. And if you're watching movies, you're taking drugs, you be around people that allow you at the lower vibrations, you will be invaded and you, and you will host demons. Depression, that's a demon. Anxiety, that's a demon. Schizophrenia, that's a demon. Not want to live. Those are demonic spirits that take over us and try to run our life. And we're not paying attention. We will get ran down. Well, I told y'all about this gym. I'm telling you, man. I said it. I when I saw his his mental health Mondays. You gotta check it out, guys. Cause that's when the first one that I saw, I think it was maybe about a year ago. That's when you started breaking down the um the definition of the ego. And then there was another one you started talking about the accumulated residue. Mm-hmm. And I like when you put a a name to certain things mm-hmm. because it relates better into the the right now mind if you yes. you know what i'm saying because the, yes. the other you know that stuff has to be free and then you'll you'll begin to um understand more what you're talking about mm-hmm. as you understand. were talking i got a download that um you said when you know yourself And there's Mm -hmm. three steps. There's three things that happen. What I just got is that one, you become aware. Mm -hmm. Two, when you become aware, your creativity comes out. Mm -hmm. And then when your creativity comes out, you begin to be confident. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, maybe it goes the other way. Awareness, confidence, creativity, because you have to have confidence in what you're hearing to let it come out. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I didn't get that from, I didn't get that from myself. Someone, um, I had a reading a while ago and they told me I had a connection to Thoth. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, if I got a connection to Thoth, that's why I like writing. Um, and I like knowledge, which is mm-hmm. what drew me to you mm-hmm. because I felt like your knowledge is so pure and <laughs> it doesn't come with any, it doesn't come with anything that you have to give to get it. Mm-hmm. You understand? You yes, know, I understand. Like, right. Like you're you're open to giving the value of it. And that's what we're here. We're so giving. Right. And that creates yes. trauma, too. <laughs> yeah. If, if you, can, you can overdo that. You become you can come addicted to to that. And we overdo it. We, we, we overcommit. What isn't that's a sin to ourselves. We missing our mark. When we, when we commit a sin to ourselves, that's that. that a sin actually is an archery that means you miss your mark. So we sin against ourselves. That means we're not doing ourselves the due diligence of what we're supposed to be doing. So this, all we're doing is just laugh about it and be mindful of this stuff. Like, don't beat yourself up. When you smile, it releases neurotoxin in your brain to help you feel better. Dopamine, serotonin, all that kind of good stuff. So the more when we catch ourselves in a funk or going on a rabbit hole, just smile. You know what? And talk out loud. Like, listen, man, you done got me caught up. 
let me I'm tripping my bad like I don't know what I was doing what's going on and have fun with it man stop man we we are very we, we take ourselves way too serious way too serious you gotta lighten up I talk about that all the time I'm a person that don't take things too seriously and I don't like to read into a lot of things too mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. And that's been since a young age. Like I went to church and I want to go back to this also about you um, being given a religion. So I went to church and they talked about all types of stuff, but I wasn't in church to hear what was going on because something about me already knew what was happening. And I'm a natural teacher and a, a, a counselor, which I did not know. I was, I was directing the choir at age 11. I was mm-hmm. teaching praise dance at age 11. I was a Sunday school teacher at 15. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I'm I like, right? So I was like, what, why am I here? <laughs> you know, that was one of the questions. Of course. And I also went to private school. Mm-hmm. I went to Lutheran school. Mm-hmm. We, we were Baptists. I had Jehovah Witness friends. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> I, I dated a Muslim. Mm. Okay, you got a lot going on there. Nice, nice little smoke board. <laughs> right. So I had to I had to real I, I had to realize that those things didn't happen um, as a coincidence that my mind was so open at, at an early age. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about you said your mom tried to make you a Jehovah Witness. Correct. This is a couple of things here. So you have a son. Yes. When you had your son, how did you tr- break that? How did you treat that knowledge of what you had gone through in being trying to give a religion? Um, well, actually, I had a blessing of taking having him full of cousins since he'd been six months old. So I never taught him baby talk. Uh, I never, I never told him that a God was outside himself. I never made him believe in religion. Now I did. One thing I can't say about Joe Whitney were a couple of things. I love their structure. I love how they study and love their discipline. So I still have him attending the meeting for that discipline, but I didn't, I didn't have him thinking that you got to got die and meet God. I never bought into that system. So I never had him believing in the, in the false religion. So he grew up with it very well. Now, of course, you know, my mom tried to manipulate his mind and just that another, I told him this, if you keep telling my son his foolishness, he will not come around you. So I'm not warning him, telling you what's going on. I don't want you mentally molesting my son with this BS that's not true. And BS stands for belief system. We give our people belief system that can't maintain your integrity. So you think something's wrong with you? No. Release these old belief systems that are not serving your higher good. They got dysfunctional behaviors and habits, and we started doing them. And we're talking about praying. That's not going to do nothing. My grandma's still praying right now and got nothing to show for it. But she praying. So it's not about that. I'm a meditator. When we pray, we beg for something. Because we don't know how to pray. We need to pray as if we already got it. But when we meditate, the most high pulls into us and shows us by revelation pictures what we need to be doing. So what I need to pray for. Um, I meditate. I sit with it. So I have a different dynamic than you do. Okay. So my husband is, is Christian. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have came into this spiritual lifestyle. And my son, my, my sons, my children are being <laughs> raised Christian. I do have two sons and a daughter. Gotcha. I see this almost as a wheel to me when I was young. 
mm-hmm. because I just told you I was I just knew about so many practices mm-hmm. um, growing up. So I see this as a good thing for them mm-hmm. because we're not just one mindset. Right. We're an open mindset. And I have to go with what feels great for me. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not here to fight with you, but I already know what my kids are here to do. Mm-hmm. And if it's to go through this to get to that, right. and me help them along the way, mm-hmm. of not letting them settle into the box, right? you know, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm we're not talking so much about the religion. We're talking about the practices around yes, exactly. connecting you mm-hmm. to you because it takes away that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I and I like how you talked about prayer. We ain't asking for nothing. We are already it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know. Right. And it's a very healthy conversation that some people in the box don't want to have. <laughs> you know man you know one thing i told myself is um the book what they call the bible which means biblios means small black book says that the most highest people outnumber the grains of sand all of them won't be saved so if you're not gonna save all these people everybody's not gonna agree but not for everybody and i'm cool with that it's for the people who open I want to be around the people who can we can have a conversation not being defended or offended. If you're not, it's like basically you're picking a fruit before it's ripe. So when I see that, I just oh that was good right there. there. Yeah, I I was there, so I don't want to offend nobody and talk down to you. I have a conversation. If you're not ready, I'm like a gardener. I'm gonna plant that seed, and through conversation, I'm gonna water it, and I'm gonna see if you actually if it's that seed is germy. And if it's not, I'm gonna leave it alone because it's your spirituality, your religion. That's personal. That had nothing to do with me. If I it, can help you, it really you too. Yeah, but really not, I'm not going to force it. Not at all. Yeah. And I spoke to, um, on, on one of, when I started this uh, format, she talked about how she did not give her son a religion because it is personal. It's not mm-hmm. for me to tell you that butterflies are your God. It's right. not for me to tell you that. And I'm finding that the children that are coming in today, 2014, 22, 2000. These, they, these are old Yeah, souls. they can make it already. No, no doubt. They need something different. They need something <laughs> different. <laughs> yes, they need. I work with kids. And right. They, 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 they different now. They, they totally different now. They're a different breed. They're a different gene. Totally different. And they got to be right. treated as such. And they want to know. It's not like you know, like when, you know, back when, I don't know how old you are, but I'm 40. So I'm thinking in that time, we were way more accepting of what we were being told. We had another choice. Like, you know, because now they got cartoons that show kids. Like, I wasn't allowed to talk back to my mom. It was a one-sided conversation. And if I did say something back, I better oh. duck. Cause boy, something coming. <laughs> yeah, like, what? Like, oh, no. So that's how I run the box. Duck, yes. Ducking my mom. <laughs> that's my weed game got so serious. Well, because her mind was kids don't pose to talk. You, I want you to talk. I tell you what to say. Like whoa, so that 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 led me to whoa. that's a lot of men. Yeah, so a lot of men we suck at communicating because we never had practice of it. We never could break. Only time we could communicate if it was something about sports or talking about women. But other than that, we couldn't communicate our true feelings. Well, honey, what you talking about? You ain't got no feelings. Well, be quiet. You too young to have that. I remember when I was four years old. I told my auntie, "You getting on my nerves." Like what you mean? 
And then you still keep living? getting in trouble. You still living? Yeah. How'd you make it out of that? Because if I would have said that, I'd probably been in a wheelchair incapacitated right now. I guess because I was four years old. Yeah. So my my age, you know, my be being so young, I was able. Once again, I wasn't I wasn't molded to what they wanted me to be. So I was still connected. So if you said something to me, I already had the data to say back to you how I felt because our brains are maturing. At when we get thirteen, our brain is like an adult in some tribe. So when you say your age, age has nothing to do with wisdom. Like that's the Western civilization foolishness. It had nothing to do with it whatsoever. Nothing I totally agree. I yeah, totally period. agree. I, mm-hmm. My seven-year-old, I said, I called him little old man. Because mm-hmm. he was, I have a picture of him like two days of being born. And he already knew I, I wasn't producing milk at the time. And there was a bottle there. He already knew. He was like, this is mine. And it's, you know, and I'm going to get it. And I'm laughing at him because mm-hmm. he already knew what to do. Mm-hmm. He, and when he got older, it was like he could read my mind. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute, this little mm-hmm. boy, this mm-hmm. little boy is different, you know. But yes. we're supposed to already be in that. I could talk about just how these some of these kids today. I don't even listen. I, they wouldn't be living if they came up. They needed us. You know, they need. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's beautiful you say that because what you and I did, actually my age, I'm actually 48. So you and I. I, I oh you lie. I wish I was lying. I just turned 48 <laughs> September 15th. <laughs> Wait a minute. What, what's your birthday? September 15th, oh, okay. I, okay. I thought you said November 15th. November 15th is my birthday. I was like. I can okay. tell. Okay. okay. <laughs> my, son, my son, the 30th. Yeah. Of November. He's a mm-hmm. good boy. Yeah. Uh, what we doing? We creating something called M fields. Uh, M field is something that we put in the universe. Uh, will help with mental health. So when we start doing it, other people can follow in pursuit with no with, with no issue, like like whatsoever. So we making like a new a new pattern in the in the invisible spirit that helps other people give them access to overcome that. Because once we do it, it, it it opens the door for it. People just keep following, and the more they do it, the stronger it gets. Yeah, I know we were here sent here to disrupt the system because a lot of people who are in that uh, late 30 to early 50s, we don't have, we, we don't, we don't, we're not down with the fall in line stuff. Mm-hmm. No, 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 you know? no, no, no. Right. And then our children, they show even more. And I don't want to say resistance. I want to say adaptation to the inner talk. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. pulling that up, and let let's go into let's go into uh, shifting into some gears a little bit. Um, do you have do you have people around you that you're able to be vulnerable with? How important is that that synergy of people? Oh man. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like I know I sign people permission slip to be themselves because I I make sure that I walk around and be vulnerable. Like I'm vulnerable around everybody because I know who I am, and me being vulnerable gives you the okay to be vulnerable. And now I, I be I'm stopped being amazed what people tell me on the first time you meet them. Like whoa, like you just make me feel so open because I'm open. Like what I got to hide. I'm done surfing in silence and being quiet. I'm, I'm done with that. So I, I'm, of course I'm gonna speak about it. You know I, I I'm open to everybody especially my son, like, especially if I want to show him, like, 
I, I tell them about my mental issue because I'm labeled bipolar with aggressive tendencies. So I tell my family, hey, y'all don't caught the bipolar. Like this is how I'm feeling today. Like, so I just need some time. Don't ask me all these questions. Just this what I'm going, this is what I'm growing through. So they 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 we speak about it. They're aware of it. I got a cold word and they just kind of give me space and love on me. So everywhere I go, I'm accept and welcome now. This wasn't the story before. I'm a, I'm I'm accepted and welcome now by my family. The people in the streets love me. But my rejection came from my family, my mom, my grandma, my sisters. Like that's where the rejection came in from my so-called bloodline, in-house. Interesting. So, you do do you find more support from others? And now, yes. Um, and that's the thing about it. I had to persevere in my own path, believing in my own spirit. And now, my mom, like you know what, you got a powerful God. For her to say that, that's powerful. They, they're seeing stuff. They, they, they you know, because my mom and stuff moved, we moved together probably like six years ago. We've been separate for like four years, but they seen me grow. They seen me can't move up the sofa. They seen how depression had me. They seen how the meds had me. And now for me to do what I'm doing, like, whoa, like, what you doing must be really serious. So they going through something, and the first person they call, like, hey, how you do this? And what's the next remedy for that? So it's a 360 because I never attacked them. I didn't, I didn't make them accept me. I accepted myself. Once I accepted myself, they eventually just fell in line because it's a lifestyle for me. It's not something I do on one day. It's something I do breath to breath, moment to moment. I just be. Isn't that amazing how that table turned? Because it's the mm-hmm. same way for me. And you know, we're, we're we're you know with what's going on now, and we talk about it. They always call me and ask me, "What do you think?" Right. What do you think about it? And then I tell them, I tell them about it and they're like, well, okay. And then the next thing I get a call from another cousin, mm-hmm. what's the natural remedy for? Mm-hmm. Help mm-hmm. me with this. Mm-hmm. So I do believe that people find out that it's not working. <laughs> That's the best thing about it. It's, it's, when they, it's just like, it's like Reiki. Ricky works best. We like, no, forget it. Let me try this right here. Cause now your, your mind and heart is open to receive. But before the thing is hoodoo, because once again, to us, we weren't exposed to this. We we're exposed to something outside of us as a producer for us. So energy, like what I'm not energy, I'm a I'm a human. I'm like, okay, I see what's going on. So now we just have a light conversation. So, like, what make your heart beat when you sleep? Um, I never thought about that. This thing about to get back to me. So now I have no self-inquiry about how do your, your how does your autonomic system work with you sleep so they have to understand that like, you're a spiritual being having a, a human experience so just recognize that spirit don't be so spiritually depressed and hydrate that spirit feed it and hydrate it Ex- accept it acknowledge it right that's but but again like you said we have been taught to not do that and in your profession um you're also a personal trainer yes so how did how do the personal how do you work these two together? <laughs> how do you oh, put how do you bring them together and marry these things? One thing I noticed when people are very spiritual, they disconnect from their body and go to the so-called form. So they're not living in this reality. So their body becomes out of shape, discontorted. With me being a Reiki master, I can facilitate your psycho- psychological training through personal training, through a Reiki session, through stretching, you're aggressive. I can use boxing. So it depends on 
what aptitude or what application you need for me to help you with your energy clearing. So it depends, like a, like a, like a, it's like a menu. What you think you need today? I'm feeling aggressive. Let's go punch on something. Get that energy out the way that you can actually sit down and actually heal with what's truly going on here and not what your emotions are putting up front. That's the top layer. Then they get to the bottom layer, the cause of what's going on. I like a holistic approach to the to fitness because mm-hmm. I, I taught a, a couple of fitness classes and a lot of people say, I'm not saying that I sucked as a trainer. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not that. But they were more drawn to my energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to learn how to protect my energy because mm-hmm. when I left class, I literally wanted to crawl out of yeah. it. Drain, give it too much. How do you protect your energy? Mm, you know, I'm glad you said that. I realized that I don't have to protect nothing. That's a, yeah. Because just think about it. If I got to protect something, this is what I'm doing. I'm using energy. But once I know that I am the energy, what am I protecting? I don't have to protect nothing. Like there, it's an illusion that how could I possibly protect something? You can't stop what you're hearing. You can't stop what you're doing. Now that might cause anxiety or then a depression because I'm worrying about trying to stop something. No, man, I don't, I don't have to stop it. I'm able to use my real tell people, you know what? I don't like how you're talking right now. Can you please stop that? And that's it. I ain't got to defend nothing. I ain't got to defend nothing. I ain't got to explain nothing to nobody. We have a conversation. So I stopped trying to so-called defend, protect them because now I'm drawing a conclusion. I'm trying to, basically I'm going to war. I don't have to go to war. I don't, it's not a war. It's just a conversation. And if you don't relate, cool. If you do relate, either way, it's going to be cool. So protect may have been the wrong word. (laughs) 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 I hear what you're saying, but no, it's, it's something you get someone to come, and like I said, I'm not disagreeing with you. Let's, we're going to find the word for this today. So it's like you're around people mm-hmm. that zap you. Mm-hmm. 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 And there has to be something. Well, it doesn't happen to me anymore, only because, mm-hmm. like I said, I think when you're operating in your full power, mm-hmm, but when mm-hmm. you're starting out, let's talk to some yes. people that are just starting out. Okay, I'm with you, right? You see, and they don't understand these, they don't understand the vibes. They feel the vibes, but mm-hmm. they don't understand that there is there are energy vampires. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they don't know they're a vampire. How how right. can you recognize that as a person that's just starting out? Uh, you said the most important thing, you feel something. So if you feel as if hmm, energy, energy vampires are worse than COVID because, <laughs> because you can't do nothing about it. It's invisible. But when you round somebody and you feel as if you're being drained, the best thing to do is get from around them. That's the best thing to do. If you can get from around them, because what happens is if you positive and you around three negative people without you saying nothing, they automatically suck your energy because we energy. So if I'm on a high frequency and that low frequency, get what happened? My feeling going to drop on there. So the best thing to do is just be mindful of who you take your presence around. Like, just, just you can't be around it. I don't care if it's your mama, I don't care if it's your daddy, I don't care if it's your sister, 
I hope it's not somebody you married to because it is. You can be sleeping with them, wake up drained. Like seriously, like you sleep with the enemy. Like it's, it's a serious situation. Like it's that serious. That serious. Yeah, it, it is serious. And yeah. like I said, I, at some point when you walk into your power, you do become aware. Mm-hmm. And then you start to elevate, then then they won't come around anymore. Right. You know, I I know this, I don't have to cut people off. Like, you know, people every year people are cutting people off. I'm like, why y'all cutting people off every year? I ain't bring them people with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when oh, you yeah. when you know you start, I start like I would never have attracted you a year ago. Mm. Do, do you see? I understand. So, Right. So I wouldn't. Why do I need to cut you off? You're a great person to have in the circle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why would mm-hmm. I want to, you know, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's not that I'm taking anything for you. There's a value. There's an exchange happening. Yes. There's a, there's a and it's a great exchange. happening. Like we mm-hmm. energize each other. You know, he so. was window. Um, you know what? I asked myself that question. So Let's look at ourselves as magnets. That we, whatever we think about on a subconscious level, we're gonna attract those type of people in our environment. So what I did instead of cutting people off, I asked myself, what is my attractive factor that I'm attracting this type of this value of people? So I always self-check. Like, what am I doing to attract this type of woman or this type of homeboy? What am I doing within myself? So once I change my frequency and I vibrate so high, if you're not vibrating that high, we're not gonna, you're not, we're not gonna connect with each other. It's a vibration. When we know how you vibration, it helps me connect with you based on low vibration. Cause we're not gonna have nothing in common because I'm vibrating too high for you. You automatically gonna release. So it's like an eagle. If a crow's on the eagle back, he don't complain. He flies higher out to where the crow's brain can accept that oxygen and he pass out. So you fly high, everybody can't stand that altitude. So when you up there, like you cool, you looking down on things and, and nothing around you like that. You wanna bring them up with you, but it's only if they choose to be in the open to other than that, like, Loving where they are, right? And, and it's and it's crazy because I've tried to bring people with me, and it just wasn't working. Mm-hmm. It took more out of me than it did yeah. them. Yes, you know. Yes. And like I said, that's that awareness part. Like you gotta just know when it's to, you know, what they say, how to hold them, when to fold them, when to yeah. you know. You just gotta know, like, okay, I got love for you. <laughs> right. It is right. what it is and it ain't what it ain't, you know. Mm-hmm. So I can't make you, I can't make you do that. So let, before we go, um, what do you feel? Oh, no, not feel because we know stuff. What do you know being a leader in emotional healing? What is what is important for people to know about themselves? What is it like if you had to tell them a few like I just met you and you know I need something? What what is it that you can tell me that'll get that maybe will get my wheels turning about uh, my conscience or just me um, personally? The first thing I ask you is, uh, have you forgiven yourself? Like. What? Like, forgiving myself for what? For allowing yourself to believe that BS that you're feeding yourself, that you're not enough, that you're not worthy. Like, where you get that from? You know, I asked them relationship, like, how is your relationship with your mom? And, you know, depending on your relationship with your mother, 
how big your amygdala would be dealing with fight, flight, or freeze. So I got to go to the childhood, like, what did you go through? Let me ask you certain questions to kind of trigger your mind why you feel, not actually why, but what's making you feel the way you feel. Self-check. I call it met up, met up cognitive therapy. The small thing that come in your mind, be mindful of what's going on and not the, the reason, but the cause of what caused you to feel and think that way. You and these big words, I love them though. So I just got a little bit smarter. <laughs> I said I tried to, I said I would try to repeat that, but it just sound better. It is just you, yes, that's great. Uh, well, see, I'm, I'm gonna break it down for you. So meta means small and cognitive behavior. So the small stuff to buy behavior, I'm paying attention to a metacognitive. Cognitive is my consciousness. But if I'm sleep, my habits gonna come. I'm gonna say whatever, do it. Now I'm gonna be metacognitive. So I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna breathe and I'm gonna respond. I'm not gonna react. I'm gonna respond to you. So I'm gonna give myself time to calculate what you're saying. I'm not gonna react. I'm gonna respond to what you're saying based off your energy. What, what's what's interesting is something that I want to teach my kids in homeschool is the uh, is the origin of the word. What does it really mean? And then when you put them together, just like you just did, that's that's more of you just confirm that I'm on the right track. I have to mm-hmm. learn it, of course, for myself before I can teach them, because I want them. I don't want them to do things because they fear. I want them to right. Do because they want you, you, you have an awareness and I, that's just a big thing to me. Once you are aware, mm-hmm. I could never know what you're just talking about unless I was aware of the little thing. Cause sometimes you just hear things is like, uh, uh, wait a right. minute, where's this coming from? So mm-hmm. that's really, that's really awesome. So t- tell us more about your services and the things that you provide and, and the things that you have going on. Anything coming up or where can we talk to you? Where can we reach you? Those types of things. Okay, wonderful. I have a, a, a private group on Facebook called Where Your Energy At, where we talk about mental health issues. And right now we're doing a seven-day meditation commitment where we're breaking down each word like addiction, relying on stuff too heavy outside of you uh adolescence you know different things happening uh, as a kid um what's really going good right now is my reiki treatment uh and that's when i put you on my table and i cleanse all your chakras with with me actually laying my hands above you and my tuning forks so what this does it helps clear your energy energy points like four sessions that i give at a minimum uh i do hour session i do half hour sessions um but the main thing i would do is I like to have a conversation with you first to see if my services connect and make sense with what you got going on. So not about let me sit down with you and see what you got going on from an energetic level and see if we actually are a match for each other. If not, I can give you some idea because it's not about me, it's about you feeling better within your skin. That's that's awesome work. Um, that you're doing. And I'm so glad I came across your profile. I, I just believe that, you know, we all have certain spiritual gifts mm-hmm. and we should work together. And you just strike me. You're an awesome teacher. Um, very relatable. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. I, I can just, I can sit here and listen to you and look at your chalkboard behind you forever. 
um because i'm a nerd myself like i would be like just looking like and you'd probably get tired of me you'd be like wait a minute you got to go home okay (laughs) (laughs) but i was like wait a minute like and i feel like i've known you forever you know right yeah you saying something so I, i eventually i'm gonna start putting together actually workshops now actually weekend retreat because i went to a spiritual retreat in portugal a seven-day silent retreat with Muji, and that was the best thing that ever happened. Like I couldn't talk for six days, no eye, no eye contact with other people. It helped me tap in and tune in to myself with myself. So I'm gonna help other people with different spiritual retreats with fitness, meditation, qigong, and also proper breathing. Like we we get traumatized, we breathe in our nose, out our mouth. That triggers fight, flight, or freeze. But the way I learned how to breathe is nostril breathing. In my nose, out my nose, all the time. That's prefrontal cortex. That's the angelic, the higher levels of my brain that helps me with mental clarity, decision making, and focus. I don't want to be in an untrained dog that'll make like when you leave my out of the cage. You're gonna tear your sofas up, eat your shoes up, tell you, you don't want that. You want to come from the prefrontal cortex, and breathing shifts you into that. So before you lift any weights, before you eat, make sure you're breathing in your nose, out your nose all the time it creates something called nitrous oxide it's the opposite of chemical or that cortisol being released when you stress it it's the fountain of youth for your body breathing in and out your nose nitrous oxide look it up and going into the second hour with <laughs> <laughs> i could talk all day long I, I love this man like so this is I, this, I this is my talk, lane i could talk all day long too it's okay we're supposed to be ending but there was, um, I was listening to, I, I listened to a lot of videos and I get knowledge. I like to listen from everywhere. First of all, if I would have went to that, to that seven day and I had to be quiet, <laughs> I would have come out of there with so many books. Let me tell you. <laughs> and I write books like water. It's not even, mm. it's not even, I wrote, I write books 24 hours. I could write a book and uh, we, and, and one, it's crazy because I thought that I could not write mm-hmm. and until I started connecting to myself it was like the de- I don't have to think when I write a book especially if spirit said all right it's time to write this mm-hmm. I'm just sitting down just just type it or mm-hmm. write it right mm-hmm. if I went to that I would come out I tell you I would come out there with a book an hour I know that about me. It's a beautiful thing because myself, I have a shut-in where the energy I will give other people, I give back to myself. And I just shut down giving and just make sure I'm I'm self-full when I go into the world. So whoever needs me, I'm available mentally, physically, and emotionally to to serve them because we're here to serve. Like, we saved ourselves. So it's time to save the ones who are attracted or drawn to our spirit because we got something for their spirit to release them from the lower vibrations of, of, of lack of self, whatever it may be. So I get it now. <laughs> There's something that I wondered about um, in a previous lifetime or mm-hmm. through our ancestors. You know, because they say that you come back and did you get, did a person get to this point? And then it was like, we didn't become who we were supposed to be. And I know everybody comes for it at different times for mm-hmm. different reasons. Mm-hmm. But then when you look at a person and they're almost there and they leave, right? Man, they got to come back. You know, 
just just thinking in that right, right. But but see, this is the thing I look at it. Um, on an atomic scale, scale, when we take our last breath, we lose twenty eight ounces. That's our spirit leaving our body. So just because we finish in this round, don't mean our spirit ain't going somewhere else to continue something somewhere. Cause we it got enough knowledge need right here. So it's taking that and transcending somewhere different for that knowledge. So electricity can't die. It goes back to the source. So we physically don't die. We leave this body and take another vessel and we just, we keep living somewhere different. Like when at night, when you dreaming, like when I dream, I'm reacting to my dreams, I'm moving. Me so too. I'm not dreaming, I'm somewhere else. I'm working. I wake up sweating, tired, scratches on my neck, on my arm, like, whoa, what's going on? So I get it. Like when we sleep, we astral planning. We put in work somewhere else. So I, I don't sleep. I put in work at night. I'm Me going too. My this body, I like, just like Avatar. That yep. body lay down, it goes somewhere else. I'm getting chill thinking about that. Just saying that. Yeah. yeah. So that's what we're doing. Remembering. And, and now when I me, wake up, I'm still mm -hmm. tired. And my, my 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 husband's like, well, you just woke up. I'm like, I don't think you understand, bro. I, I was doing all kind of stuff over there. And um, I thought everybody was able to walk around in their dreams. But then I realized that not everybody can do that. And I do think there's something energetically, maybe I'm not a, I'm not a, a expert in this, but I do think there's something energetically that may need to happen for you to reach that. Um, I don't know. Do you know anything? Yeah. The, the main thing is um, hmm, knowing, cause see if, if, the mind is so powerful that we think we only flesh, we don't think what the spiritual world is some hoodoo. But know that I'm a spirit. Like when I'm asleep, I'm in my dream smiling because I'm aware that I'm dreaming. I'm aware of what's going on. So when I wake up, I wake up refreshed because I'm not fighting what I'm doing in my dream no more. I used to wake up like that. But once I realized I'm not dreaming, I'm remembering other lifetime, I'm handling other business, like, like that's what's up. Like, okay, so yeah. it shifted what I was doing. Like, no, I wasn't dreaming. I had my body would rest. I was on my hands on business and I came back in time. I woke up every morning like 4.30, you know what I'm saying? Because when you connect it with source, like food doesn't give us energy. Food that doesn't no. give us energy. No. Oh, man. It's don't don't start another provide, conversation. Man. Yeah, I'm just, don't start just another like, <laughs> I know. Don't start another conversation. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> it's going to be like a part two, part three, got, part four, this, part Well, I'm just going to release this. I'm going to release this in a little bit because it's such it's so much to like digest, especially for, like I say, I like to have practical steps that people listen to and that they can go to. Mm -hmm. And um, I realized my assignment here, like people saying now she knew the assignment, he knows the assignment, you know, I see that. Um, it's not the only thing, but I do um, like to leave things with um, my, my people. So mm -hmm. How do you continuously grow? What is it that you do on a daily basis? Do you have a ritual? Mm. What do you What do you do to continuously elevate your um, consciousness? The way I breathe, my breathing in my nose, out my nose, because I can have I can have a ritual, I can have a practice, I can have whatever I'm doing. If I'm not breathing appropriately. All that stuff really is it's going to be in vain because I'm working on my power, not the most highest power. So I can't maintain it. My main thing is breath. We can live without water. We can live without food, but we can't live with, we can't live without breathing. So my main thing is the way I breathe in and out my nostrils. And I take night. And also what I do is I count backwards. Three, two, one, 
zero, because I count to zero, I'm keep reset and counting backwards isn't natural. So it takes my mind off whatever's going on and it makes me come present. So I'll tell anybody that nostril, nostril breathing, make it a lifestyle. Wow. Thank, thank you for that. Um, mm -hmm. I went through a breathing technique class and I realized uh, when my kids were on track, I teach them uh, how to circulate them, you know, how to circulate the, uh, the oxygen in their body better by mm -hmm. breathing deeply because you, act, you slow your heart rate down um, mm -hmm. with that. And then that also mm -hmm. regenerates. You know, yeah. and I did. Yeah. I knew that at a, a young age for some reason, but I didn't know how I knew it. And then when I went through the breathing class, um, it really opened my mind up. And um, when you're having a headache, my one of my children was having a headache. I told him, "You need to breathe, son, because mm -hmm. that's right As there. I, you're not getting enough. A short breath, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So um, you could just heal simple things." <laughs> Yes, by breathing, like by breathing. The most high, the most high breathe breath, breath, breathe breath in our nose for a reason. Like it ain't saying blowing out in our mouth. So it's a small indication Man. of why did it blow in our nose? You know what I'm saying? Not our mouth. It's a reason for that. So it's small, subtle symbols that you gotta pay attention to. Like it's nostril breathing for a reason. Not he ain't blowing our mouth, he's blowing our nose. So I mean, that was my hint. I picked it up and, and you look at it in in in, in Buddhism. And Eastern philosophy, they teach that. That's a that's an everyday thing. Like that's a, that's a no brainer for them. But over here, we backwards. We want our own way, you know. So just understanding the source of breathing for me. No, you're right. You said it right. Backwards. If it's taught to you one way, turn that crap Obviously, upside down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? That, what did I say? Go left. No, I'm gonna go right. Yeah, I'm gonna go yes, right. Yes, please. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, guys. We're gonna close this one out. Mm -hmm. I don't want to listen. My kids are getting hungry and um, we have swim. I'm just real on my show. They already know the stuff that I got going on mm -hmm. and they're getting hungry. They're ready to go. I got to take swim and then I got to walk my six miles today and breathe because that's what I like to do. Right. Definitely. And um, this has been such a great interview. This will not be the last time we hear from Namaste Thug, Coach Ham. Mm -hmm. I would like to have some other conversations with him. And I know you want to hear more too. So go on over to the, um, the YouTube channel and you'll see us interacting together. You'll see the light that's on him. You'll see the, mm -hmm. you'll feel the energy and you can feel it here on the podcast too. So go on over there and um, check us out. I'll have his information up there for you to connect with. And also, I want to do some um, question um, and answering sessions. If you are interested in that, please send me an email at graceguidance at gmail.com. That's graceguidance at gmail.com. We will connect because that's what we're all about. We are here. Um, we've served, we're serving ourselves by serving you because mm -hmm. that's what we're supposed to do. That's who, that's who we are. We are a being. Don't forget to um, like, share, and subscribe the video, the podcast. Um, if you want to see any um, articles or anything, please go to my website, www.lovingyourselftolife. We also have honest chats where you can connect with the coaches 
in a question and answer session. That's why I said I want to have um, Namaste Thug back on so that he can connect with you. Till mm -hmm. next time, this is Jay Chatfield. Much gratitude to you again for coming on to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank no, you guys. Again and again. It. And mm -hmm. as always, do something for you that only you will love. Have a love yourself day. Peace.